Welcome to another episode of Multiverse Musings, the vidcast, and Krypton's Legacy, a Superman podcast. As always, I'm your host, Adam, aka the Bruce Wayne of the network, minus all the money. And uh, with me is my co-host, Steven, aka the Alfred Pennyworth of the network. And he's got a whole tea. <laughs> you actually have the tea. I don't have tea today because it's too hot. I've got some lovely cold black currant juice. But it's not that, that tea that that, that that girl named Grace throws around, right? That, that <laughs> well! Oh, God. Speaking of, it's a sad day for uh, for YouTube, uh, YouTube uh, Stephen, because a preeminent source of information on YouTube regarding the DC Universe has shut down. Uh, Oh, yes. I, I'm yes. sure. Uh, we won't go into uh, yeah, I think we should mention this, right? So basically, some fans are going to do this Justice League motion comic for charity. I thought, great idea, lovely idea. Got like Ray Porter involved, Richard Citroen, and various others. Yeah. But then there was this controversy about the art, and it looked like somebody had been tracing the art. And right. I've seen them laid over the top, and it was traced. And yeah. the problem is the person who I won't name, who's gone from the internet <laughs> um lied about it instead of just saying oh yeah you're right you know now, now my question <laughs> is Steve, were they the originators of this idea i am not 100 percent sure i know they were involved i don't know if they were the ones who started the idea because here's the thing i mean doing it for charity is a great idea like that that concept of it is fantastic however I don't think you can legally do that because no, it's no. not your it's not your property. So yes, you are whatever yeah. funds you acquire, yeah. you're, you're technically giving them to charity, but you're still acquiring funds for an IP that you do not own. It's not even just an IP. I think I think you can legally make because you know fan films they've got to follow certain rules. They could probably have legally have made. A motion comic, as long as they're pop- the bomb, I've been better off calling it like the dreamscapes of Zack Snyder rather than the dreamscapes of Justice League. But the problem, the the, the thing they've probably broken, apart from copying art, which is a no-no in comics anyway. And yeah. I think it is illegal because DC and one of us probably on that that art, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. But they were going off the storyboards, which are Warner Brothers property because they're yeah. Warner Brothers. So that was, yeah. I think, where the big thing. So I think what had happened is I think that controversy was kind of a, a excuse to drop it, if that makes sense. But when all this stuff yeah, started yeah. coming out, like saying, oh, there could be all these legalities, suddenly people started dropping out. And I think they did it because they thought, well, I don't want to be seen to be done with this. Because all the, all the, apparently all the voice work had been done. It was just the art that they were working on. So, yeah, so for me, I, I think it was um, a bailout by so-and-so because they didn't want to get caught up in this and they kind of tried to fight the fandom after getting caught in a lie and they kind of were like well you bull-. and then their friends have all kind of chucked them under the bus as well which is hilarious acting like they, we had no idea about it apparently bull <laughs> yeah, especially especially uh that, that in lot, particular that, yeah yeah that may be a little bit cultured or uncultured in yeah very cases. cultured yeah. So again, I, I still think it was a fantastic idea to do something like that. For you know, even just do it, just say do the like the, the Robin story or something. Just do, but do it as an original thing for charity because it was going to raise money for the suicide prevention. Sure. But now it's great. like all that all that work that has gone into it because some of the art I've seen that's fantastic art by the way. 
that's yeah. not been traced, that that all gets thrown to one side now, and it's kind of almost like, well, this guy, be, this guy's kind of threw everyone under the bus, in, and then kind of. Now here's an idea that you could do the same. To me, the goal should be doing this for doing anything, and using sort of the depiction of the characters as mm. created by Zack Snyder. Whatever you're doing, do it for charity. So here's my idea. Yeah. And you won't get into any legal trouble by doing this, is if you have fan artists create their own drawings of Superman in the vein of Zack or Batman or which Well, that's character. what some have done, and it's yeah. good. But then obviously cat, yeah. the cat, they're not going to use it because they're not doing it now. But so. my thing is auction that off, just the art. Yeah, that would be cool, actually, yeah. And then donate the proceeds to You won't yeah. get sued for that. No, that's such a good idea, actually. So if the goal is to donate for the charity, that's your way around it. I heard as well somebody did um, somebody was doing music for it, and somebody did, like, a Superman theme, and it was almost like a dark rip-off version of the Man of Steel. It was really good. And I'm like, it's just a shame all this hard work has gone because one side has kind of not done the research on what you can and cannot do, and... Yeah. Then lied and got. And considering that they that they make them sound sounds like they're very astute and knowledgeable of certain things, you know, it's like shouldn't you have known what you can legally get away with and what you can't? Yeah, almost. It's all a bit weird, and it it almost makes you think: What did they know? And they kind of were doing it all for publicity. I remember when they were saying, "Well, well, well, oh, uh, Zack Snyder allowed." Uh, had to give the okay for Ezra Miller to show up on 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 the, the uh, yeah because it's his IP and I'm like no it's not no like, no Jim Jim Lee was the one behind that because why yeah, because it's Warner Brothers IP the only the only way he would legally be able to kind of have any say is if he had like you know that Charles Roven guy who's got producer yeah. credits on certain characters yeah. it, that's the only way he would have got that and I don't think he has that so. No, yeah. yeah, they used to talk some rubbish, and a lot of the, what annoys me is the amount of people that defend them. And you're like, well, all the stuff they said has not happened. Where's the backflip series? Yeah, Stephen, where's? I mean, they were scouting, weren't they? <laughs> Who scouts locations unless you got the green light? You know, really, it, it just baffles me, honestly. It does. And then I found out apparently they they done some they done a flash leak thing. Apparently that originated on Reddit, and the Reddit guy did it on purpose to kind of catch people out, and then. I've been caught out. So, is this the one with the timeline that you sent me? Or yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So, I do, do you know that I don't want to name names on this, but there's a guy who I do watch um, sometimes. He kind of has connections with a bit of a dodgy sauce, but I watch him because I kind of like him. But he he said he spoke to the guy who created it on Reddit, and he got, he got deleted off Reddit. And he said, oh, he he basically wrote what he thinks could happen. Like, it was his plot outline based on, like, pictures and stuff and little bits we know. And then they took it and then they did a script breakdown, which it wasn't exactly the same. It was very similar. And he's like, and he said on his stream, this guy, he's like, yeah, they, basically, they've been caught out because this was a fake. <laughs> the, well, the, I mean, the, good thing is, the good thing is we don't it means we don't actually know what's going to happen in The Flash. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, I, you... Do you know what, though? I once read a, just, uh, a Batman versus Superman breakdown, and it was a lot of the stuff that happened in the breakdown happened in the film, and I think it was educated guesses, because I sure. think you can... I think, like, you look at them set picks, 
you can make educated guesses on what's happening in those scenes, Kat. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, the yeah. simple fact that he's in this thing. So I'm just cleaning my desk. Tells you, that, you know, <laughs> Batman 89 is good, or a, a, yeah. a variation on Batman 89, it may not be the exact same the way it played out yeah. back yeah, in yeah. time, will we'll be part of the canon post-Flash. Post yeah, yeah, but most probably, yeah. We don't know if that means, well... Are our films getting erased? Are they not? Like, who knows? Um, I, he's one of them for me. I, that that thing I could see happening. Sure. Just, yeah. But it don't mean it will happen. But, sure, but right. I remember when, um, like I say, when Batman vs Superman was on, it, somebody wrote down something, and it was literally almost the same as what happened. But they'd gone off like set picks and little bits of information in interviews sure. that Zach had said and stuff. So yeah. you can always piece things together. You just might get a few of the intricate details wrong, right. but they, they, they uh, before we move on, they were they used to not just say, "Oh, this could happen or that." They would go through detail oh, yeah, after detail. Would, yeah, and they would say, "Oh, our sources are telling us this," and my aunt who works in catering or wherever she works. Well, I just <laughs> want to say one thing on that guy before we move on as well, and I hope he's listening. Right, he always bails when. S hits the fan, right, all the time, yeah. and suddenly he's yeah. too busy, or he's doing this, he's doing that. So I'm sick of seeing people saying, oh, he's just had a baby, right? I know for a fact he had a, they had the baby a while ago, so that is not an excuse, right? And then I read something saying, apparently, he, he doesn't even know anything about the motion comic, allegedly. I'm like, bull S, because he's in uh, contact. And then like my favourite is, like, you, you, oh, uh, he, which he may have, and I'm not trying to discredit him for that. Yeah talking about you know mental issues and all that mm. he may have those but to use that yeah. as your scapegoat of getting out of the out of the but he's done it every time the room yeah when, yeah when you know things aren't going your way you know he said he did articles the backflip series is happening that was he said it oh no it's about ben affleck um signs new deal as yeah. batman as well. yeah. and he said it was happening and basically he kind of then twisted it when he got brought signed in a flash and it's like well actually that's not what you said yeah. He said he was coming I back remember that when, 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 when they announced that he was going to be the Flash, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I, uh, yeah, we called that. No, you didn't. Yeah. But it's literally like me going, like, um, I don't know, let me think. Uh, I, I know I'm like, Grant Gustin's probably going to be in the Flash, right? Educated guest because Ezra yeah. Miller was in the Flash. I could turn around and say, I'll scoot. I, mean, I said to you, I said to you, somewhat of a week, didn't it happened? And I'm like, oh, maybe I could scoot like Morgan Edge. I got that. Pretty much right, didn't I? Maybe yeah. I could say I scooped it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you were pretty much uh, three quarters of the way yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, realistically, you could say uh, exclusive. And, um, and not, not, I'm not going to mention who these people are, but this this one. Have you seen the pictures of Ezra Miller and the other Barry, basically? Obviously, it's going to be him, yeah. but there's like yeah. a stunt double or whatever. Yeah. But it's the other Barry with the, the longer hair, so there's obviously yeah, yeah, from, some he, stuff he, with yeah. two Barrys, yeah. A tale of two Barrys. Uh, since that dropped, a certain website has now said that the one of the villains is an evil Barry Allen, and it's like, well, why didn't you say that before these pictures dropped? Now you know there's two Barry Allen. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean about making educated guesses. I mean, it could be true, and one of them could be a bad guy. You think about it, you think, well, hang on a minute. So you got. Yeah, watch it's, out a, it's a it's a general claim that you can make that you yeah. have a fifty percent shot of being right. Exactly. Based, yeah. based on the picture. So for me, just. Scoopers, take everything with a grain of salt. That's what I think. Some stuff is cooking in the air and it's obvious it's happening. Do you know what I mean? Look, if they're, if they're, I, I like the ones that say, look, this is what's happening. And then if they're wrong, they'll own it. Yeah. 
Yeah, but then you get like a certain guy like who does videos mouthing off about how he's always right. And then he says, if he's wrong, he'll admit it. And I'm thinking, well, hang on a minute. So you're saying you are wrong sometimes. So if you are wrong about this, why should I? No, no, but, but I like the ones no, that but, say that and then actually do. Yeah, but then right? what? I, I, I prefer articles where they go, uh, this is happening, so Ben Affleck can sign on for The Flash. And then they'll go, I think it could mean da 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 da, da rather than yeah. going, this means, and I think there's too many scoopers that say this means that this is happening. Yeah. And then and you that's... get... Crap, like we got this covered, and then I've seen you've seen that Henry Cavill apparently about the Marvel thing. Small yeah, but screen he has a UK. conversation with Marvel every month, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and small screen UK is the British. We got this covered. But every so. month, every month there's a report that he's had a conversation with Marvel, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm in a conversation. Stop giving having... your cell phone number out to everybody because apparently they have track of your phone records. Um, I don't know. It's bad, man. Maybe but anyway, we ask that, maybe we should ask that girl. Uh, because apparently she knows everything about Henry Cavill, and there was a 15-minute vi- video about how his girlfriend isn't real, and it's all oh, dark. Oh, God, yeah. That's <laughs> another one. That was crazy. That is well, the craziest so, thing we, you know, I did the, You know the best thing about uh, not to pat ourselves on the back? We claim to know nothing, and we're just stating our opinion, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, yeah. So take it or leave it. Oh, God. But yeah, yeah. for me, the, the biggest... The biggest bad thing for me is uh, two things: is the the charity is not going to get any money now. Which no, what, that, people... what that what what those what those jerks should do is at the very least donate some money to the charity. Yeah, that's what the jerks should do. But I'll be honest with you, mate. I've I've always kind of wondered were they ever really Snyder fans or were they kind of in it for? Because it's a big audience for YouTube and it to get yeah. You know what I mean? The Snyder fan best watching it. Yeah, so. you can, sure, you get views. So I've always wondered that. But then, yeah, the other thing I think is a problem now is um, like Ray Potter put a tweet out basically saying how he's kind of like not going to engage with the fandom much anymore because he's been burnt by... Because you've got idiots than the ones that were fighting because they want more clout and all that. Crap. Yeah. And I'm just like, just leave... You know, they've probably broken relationships with some of these, you know, people like Richard Citron and Ray Potter and stuff. And it's like, that's bad for us because if we wanted to get them on, they might say no to us based on their yeah. experience with them. So it's bad for other YouTubers, I think, as well. So, but yeah, anyway, that, that I thought it worth mentioning because you brought it up and um. Yeah, I was just trying to make fun of those idiots, but yeah. yeah well, I, I, you uh, know what I mean, karma. You know, you get what you yeah. deserve. It's Adam and Stephen, aka the Bruce Wayne and Alfred of the uh, Multiverse Music's Podcast Network, and this is a special recording because we're actually coming to you from the future. After we've recorded the episode that you're currently watching, or flash pointed, do you think the flash <laughs> is the only one that can travel to the past and to the future? Not so. We could do it too. So take that, the Ezra. Flash and Martin McFly. Take that, Ezra. <laughs> take that, uh, um, Grant and and and, uh, and John Wesley. All of you. You think you got us beat? I don't think so. The reason why we're interrupting what you're watching right now is because instead of breaking the news when we were actually recording like the Good Samaritans we should have done, the fine folks over at Warner Brothers decided to make a casting announcement for the upcoming Batgirl HBO Max film. And we have the actress who will wear the cape and cowl of Barbara Gordon. And after testing several actresses this week, Warner Brothers and DC Films have found their Batgirl in actress Leslie Grace. Um, 
she is most notably known for uh, her breakout role in the film In the Heights. Mm. Uh, it says <laughs> that uh, the film will bow on HBO Max, making it one of the first major DC properties to debut exclusively on the streamer. Uh, I cannot pronounce these names properly, but I'm going to give it a try for, you know, forgive me for mangling these names, but Adil El Arbi and Bilal Falal, I think I said that half decently, will direct the film uh, from a script by Christina Hodson. And of course, they're most notable for uh, their Bad Boys 3, Film, yeah, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, film? for Bad Boys yeah. for Life, that's right. And they're also the showrunners of the Miss Marvel series for oh, I didn't know that. Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Um, so, Stephen, um, any thoughts on this casting? Uh, I'm not familiar with the actress. Um, she's looks very beautiful, I'll say that much. Um, oh, I'm sure if she's well, a breakout star from something that he's talked about, that she's Oh, go on. Yeah, no, no. Because um, <laughs> I'm going to do it at some point. I mean, just do it. I'll just say, welcome, first of all, welcome to the DC Films family, and also welcome to the Mother's Wife list. Carry on, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, um, I, it's interesting that she's the third Latina that's been cast in the DC superhero you know, universe so far, and um, it's nice to see representation, as we've talked about before. Um, and she just looking at her, you know, we said it about, you know, we said it before, which off the air, that all the actresses that they were testing could have yeah. been, you could have picked any one of them. And I yeah. think she looks great. I think she's going to be, hopefully she's going to be fantastic. Um, I'm sure she'll be great. You know, hopefully the scripts will be great, which Christina Hudson, you know, I like Birds of Prey, I like Bumblebee. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm going to like The Flash. So well, I think Bumblebee it's a good was one. top tier. And I, yeah, Bumblebee I was enjoyed great. Birds of Prey too, so. And yep. her, script, her script gave us Michael Keaton back, so <laughs> she's, she's so yeah, okay. Honest, there's not too much I can say, just that I'm looking forward to it. And I think, obviously, I, I trust them to cast the right person. Yeah, and, and I think the ball is now rolling. Uh, she's cast. The next, as we know, is Commissioner Gordon. Mm. So we'll see. Uh, oh, maybe, maybe the villain actually it could be the villain. Could be the villain, but I suspect yeah. that we'll get a Gordon. Pro- yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, I, we'll, I, I tell you what, I'm really excited to see the suit. Though I'm interested to know what suit they go with for. Her. That is going to be interesting because there's several in the comics, and, and there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a, a recently designed. There's a new one being debuted um, mm. in the Nightwing title because she's Barbara is heavily. I mean, don't don't forget as well. But we'll probably won't get someone direct like. It'll be inspired by what? Because if you look at like, say, Man of Steel, even though it's not really similar, it kind of is a little bit similar to the New Fifty Two, a little bit, you know, that kind of sure. thing. But so do you think? Like that. Now the the interesting question will be: Is it more of the recent comic design, or will it be something along the lines? Uh, will it look? Will it be? You know, a sort of. I don't want to say female version, but <coughs> you, mm. you'll get what I mean when I say this. Mm. Will it look have similar look to either Ben Affleck's Batman suit, mm. but for Batgirl, much yeah. like 
Sasha Kaye's Supergirl outfit. Yeah, that's a variation on has, Superman's, isn't it? Yeah, has similarities yeah. to Man of Steel. Yeah. Or, here's another point, and, and if it looks like this, we'll know, but mm. will it have similarities to Michael Keaton's Batman outfit? Who knows? Um, you might even get uh, stages of suit, like she might have. You know, like in Spider-Man Homecoming, he had that homemade thing, and then he had the actual suit. Right, you might right, get yeah. something like that. So, so this is an interesting process. Maybe, maybe that's how this could go, mate, because some versions of Batgirl have been... She's inspired by Batman, but she's not, like, directly in touch Trained with him. by him, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think about, like, maybe the film ends and she kind of... Batman's like, what are you doing wearing my suit? Or something, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like can that. you imagine... Crusty old Keaton telling her again, who told yeah, you to put that symbol on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? It could, could he's, just gonna, he's just going to, I love his mentoring the heroes is basically, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> You're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. But he could be though, couldn't he? If you yeah. think about it. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that seems really interesting to find out. I'm quite excited to know it's happening because I think, I think bat, a Batgirl product's long overdue in my opinion. And the cool thing is too, Stephen, um, the interesting thing that I think is Clearly, with this casting uh, done, mm. we could theoretically get a small five-minute panel at Fandom. Oh, kind of giving I, us I a hint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, we talked about watching <laughs> anything in production. I think in like in, in production, yeah. you're going to get some up for it. And, and I'll tell you something else. If this is connected to the DC, like the new post-Flash continuity, you're gonna. I, I have a feeling somewhere down the road. You're gonna see her and Supergirl team up. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There are some great comics with the two of them teaming up. Yeah. And talk about representation. You have those two actresses in a film project together. Mm. That's money. I and you know if you take that the episode about the animated series where the team up, that was really good as well. Yeah, and there's been comics and like you said the animated series. So I think this is a win. I think it's like you said a long time coming. Here's something. Sorry. What about if we get... Do you think this could be... Let's say it's in the DCU. Do you think this could be a way you get the Birds of Prey back? I think I think you could do it where you don't need to have, like... It doesn't have to be a direct sequel to, to, to the film. Yeah. But you could use the same... That's what I mean. You could almost bring those back through Batgirl somewhere. Yeah, you could just bring Jury... Like, look, here's a, you, you don't even... As much as I love Look, you, you put Margot Robbie in everything. Have Harley Quinn show up in like Aquaman for God's sake. I don't care. Uh, do, do Birds of Prey versus but, Gotham City Sirens. Yeah, no, no, but I'm just saying you don't theoretically need Harley. You could just no, transfer, no. you know, Journey Smollett Bell and yeah, yeah. Um, Winstead, Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's what I mean. Yeah, and, so. and Birds of Prey was it was a sort of continuation of Harley from Suicide Squad. Yeah. It won't yeah. necessarily but, a sequel. Exactly, so you just but you could take yeah, this. Yeah. You could take the Suicide Squad route yeah. with, you know, that sort of thing. So a lot of potential. I think I think Batgirl is going to have a big future in the DC films universe, oh, whether yeah, she's connected so, yeah. or or not to the main uh, the main you know uh, universe. But I think this is a great move, mm. and I'm excited. Like like I said, because there was a lot of back. In, remember when back in the day when Joss Whedon was supposed to direct this thing yeah, yeah. there was a lot of speculation of, thank god he didn't yeah no, god. <laughs> no but was this actually there was a lot of speculation of was this an actual project or was this a yeah. to get him in the door yeah 
regardless, I think it was. I think the intention was to always, you know, to bring back her in because of her popularity. Yeah, I think they've wanted to for a while. Yeah, I do. I really do. And I just think, look, I don't know much about this actress. I haven't seen In the Heights, no, uh, <laughs> but I will say this: aside from uh, the one scene with with um, uh, Dina Meyer on Birds of Prey, where she put mm. back the, the bat suit on. If you're, if you're, now I'm not talking about the '66 series. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about big screen. If your only competition is what Alicia Silverstone did in Batman and Robin, <laughs> whatever. Listen, the girl. Yeah. Whatever you do, by comparison, we're gonna love it. So just do your thing. Yeah. Have fun with it. Enjoy. Look, enjoy the. I'm going to forewarn you. I'm going to be very nice and say, you're going to meet your, there are going to be a lot of jerks in the comments. We're happy you're here. Do your thing. Kick ass as Batgirl. And, and I can't wait to see what you come up with. So that's my take. Steven's excited. We're all excited. Yeah. Before we go, we've gone from having no Barbara Gardens to Barbara Gardens in live action. How good's that? The multiverse, baby. It's, we got, we got, Commissioner Barbara Gordon. And <laughs> we've got 50 Bruce Wayne's. We've got... <laughs> Fort William, yeah, we've, we've got, got various four, Supermans. We've, we've got, got about 12 Supermans somewhere out in the universe. <laughs> we've got, uh, we've, we've got five Flashes and that's just on the Flash. <laughs> and wait a minute. And, and uh, don't forget, they're all the Flash, Stephen. Not just one of them, all of them. But we're excited. Batgirl forever from the first Batarang to the last... Thanks a lot, Warner Brothers, for doing this half of the fact and have to make us do this future uh, <laughs> trip, you know. But now, back to your regular scheduled program where we're talking about Superman and Lois. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode, and we'll bring you more Batgirl as we have it. Enjoy the show, folks. So we got, as is always, we get news before the show drops. Yeah. So... We got our first look at DC's Injustice film with the image, so I'll do. I'll read some of the cast out. What did you think of the image first? Uh, Superman looks menacing. I, I'll yeah. say that. It's a bit Tyler Hecklinish with a stubble, isn't it? <laughs> All comes back to Superman and Lois. He looks. He looks furious. Yeah. Um, and uh, and. Um, it's in the spirit, I'll say this, it's in the spirit of the comic book, but mm. it doesn't look exactly, at least from yeah. what we can tell. Yeah. Like, it's not a... Nobody traced the art of the comic book <laughs> <laughs> to make this movie. <laughs> Got to go there. No, I mean, it was cool. Um, I, I'm really excited. Loads of people are moaning about this project, so I don't know why. Um, it's just an animated film. They'll, when this comes and goes, there'll be another one next time. Just get on with it. Um, I am excited because I've never read the story. I know bits of the story and I've seen some of the animatics from the game before. Not like big, massive video things because I don't, I don't really play video games. But yeah. um, I, I think it's an interesting story. I know, I know the basic concept of it, so I'm, I'm excited. But the cast is interesting because we've got Justin Hartley, um, small volume. Yeah. Uh, he was Green Arrow. He's also played Aquaman in the Mercy Reef pilot, and now he's playing Superman, which interesting casting. So I know some people have moaned about it, and I'm like, well, as I mentioned off air to you, when Jerry O'Connell was cast as Superman because they heard him as Shazam, I was kind of like, I don't know if that's going to work, but he sounded totally different as Superman, and he's 
Probably one of the best Superman voice actors I've had, in my opinion. So yeah. Um, and then you've got Anson Mount as Batman. Just seems to fit. I think Anson Mount could probably play Batman in live action. To be honest with you. Gillian <laughs> um, Jacobs as Harley Quinn. Also, also, Anson Mount is also Smallville alum. Oh my God! Yeah. He and was, he's a Star Trek alum because he's. He playing was yes. Captain he was Lexi's ex's uh, Lexi's wife's ex. One in he was Psycho, and then his yeah. ex, his wife ended up. That didn't make any sense. Uh, Jillian Jacobs. No, a small Quinn. plot line that didn't make sense. Come on, Stephen. <laughs> and we love small little folks. So yeah. Don't get what it is. Um, Jillian Jacobs is Harley Quinn. That she could play Harley Quinn in live action. I think she was one of a lot. A lot of people's fan cast back in the day as well. Yeah, yeah. She's a great actress. Uh, Jeanette Varney as Wonder Woman. Do you know who she is? Not, not based off the name. Uh, Laura Bailey as Lois Lane. Kevin Pollock as Joker. Brandon Michael Hall as Cyborg. Yuri Lowenthal, and he has done Superman and oh, yeah. various other characters over the years. He's Flash and Shazam, apparently. And which Spider-Man think, done. Yeah, yeah. I must have think you wonder if Shazam is maybe not that big of a part. I don't know if he's doing two characters. Uh, Anika Noni Rose as Catwoman and then there's more but I'm not going to read them all because there's too many but it's got a big cast there's like Nightwing in it and other characters oh, it's a obviously. huge story it's a huge story if you if you know the story I think you'll probably know who's in it so yeah. although I don't think I saw Supergirl on there and she's in the story isn't she right but they're only adapting book or sorry year one was she not in it from the start I thought she was no she wasn't in book one. Oh, right. see she was what I know folks about Injustice <laughs> Uh, yeah, so thoughts on that? Before, well, shall we get, should get, usually when an image drops, we get a trailer not so long later, so maybe next week we'll have a trailer to review. So. Well, yeah, whenever, probably whenever uh, Long Halloween drops, second part. Is that not next week? It might be. Yeah, part one of that was terrific, can't wait. It was, it was. Um, and then oh, yeah. other, sorry, go on. I'm excited by this. I, oh, I, like, I, am I love good. the comic. Tom Taylor is one of the best modern-day comic book writers of all time. His current Nightwing book is fantastic. Mm. He's writing Superman, Son of Kal-El with, with John Kent. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait for that. Uh, and, yeah, Injustice really, uh, I thought, was was a great read. Um, I prefer the comic to the game. Uh well, you're, like, you're not really a gamer, are you like me? I don't no, but I played the game, yeah. but it's like, uh, sure, like I had fun when I was playing it, but after that, yeah. after a while, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm done. I, I, I play video games for like 10 minutes and I get bored. I'm just, that's, they're just, uh, I'd rather watch something than play yeah. something. It's kind of bad. Like, I'd rather watch the, like, if somebody cuts the cinematic movie together. Yeah, you'd watch that. I'd yeah, watch yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, I'm excited. I think he, I think it's a very interesting story, and I, I know people are saying they don't really like Evil Superman that much, but for me, as long as the stories are good, I, I don't care if he's evil or not. Because what that, I think sometimes we have to kind of let these these things go because it's about the story being told, and if you're engaged in the story and the characters, it's not. I think ultimately, if it being, was the only take on Superman that we had. Yeah, that would be annoying, but. Like I said, this this animated film will come and go, and then there'll be something else. I don't think we know what's coming after this, do we? Is this? Am I right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think we have a, a set. There's nothing staying for next year, is there? So, you know, there'll be something like like Batman: Soul of the Dragon was the last Batman film before that most recent one. Different continuities. So, if you don't like that continuity, you know, right? You're and, and they'll and they'll uh, probably announce something at Comic Con or whatever. Ah, um, uh, yeah, I forgot about Comic Con. Yeah, 
that's this weekend, is it? Or, fa- or fa- well, no, fandom would be too late. Fandom's a while away, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so they'll probably haven't... announce, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. Please, please, come have Kingdom Come, please. I just want Kingdom Come. It's my favourite story ever. I need it. <laughs> It'd be good. I tell you what is a shame. Uh, sorry, just for a little tangent. I, you know, All Star Superman, which I think is one of the best animated films they've done. It's a shame they didn't do that one. They were doing the two parts because it's such a longer story. It would have been nice to have had the full yeah. version of it. But hey, here's what it is. Um, and then another breaking news before we dropped on was that the Blu-ray set for the Blu-ray and DVD sets for Superman and Lois is coming out on October 19th. So that's couple of days after Fandom and a couple of days after my birthday, so I might treat myself to that. I don't know if it's UK as well. I think it might just be US at the minute, but... Yeah, I'm sure they'll make it their way to the UK as well. I, funnily enough, over in the UK, they've not got a UK um, like distribution. Like It's not on Netflix or anything. So I don't know if once the series ends, they'll announce something, but it doesn't seem to be on anything over here. So it might just come straight out on Blu-ray. Yeah. So... Which I'll be getting. Um, it just so basically, this was the thing I found interesting about this. So you've got a couple of little documentary things like the Superman Alien Spirit, Superman Lois Legacy of Hope, which I reckon is probably what they aired on CW. Yes, it is. Uh, Never Alone, Heroes and Allies. Don't know what that is. And the DC DC Fandom panel, which was alright. I don't think I'll probably watch that again. Well, actually, um, it might be this year's DC Fandom panel because remember those are going to be pre-recorded. That is a very good question. A very good comment, sorry. Yeah, and, think about, about and think about it, they'll be talking about season two, which would fit better on the disc. Yeah, because he said show for the next yeah. yeah. Well, the interesting thing about the the set for me, what from the comment of what it said was, it wasn't... So you know you get extended episodes on the CW, and I think they're a couple of minutes longer. This says you're going to get all 15 episodes, and it said one-hour episodes. And I thought, that's interesting. Because I know the pilot, I think the pilot originally was longer, wasn't it? Like the original, not not the version, I think we got a longer one anyway, but I yeah. think there was an even longer one because some people had mentioned some scenes that weren't in. Yeah. So I wonder if it's the original like pilot, you know, before they cut bits out for television. That's curious, yeah, very curious. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's it anyway. So just, um, that's coming out, the one hour episode. It could just be a comment because they used to say like Friends was 30 minutes and it won it was like 22 minutes. And yeah. so be, they always say, they do it on Teledot and they go, oh, the next 60 minutes and then you've got 15 minutes of adverts. So it could just be a generalisation. Like, yeah, because realistically, uh, the shows are 42. 42. Yeah. Can they really have like 15 eight to 18 minutes extra footage for a yeah. episode? Someone's like, what are you showing in there? I mean, I hope they are an hour. It'd be great. But yeah. <laughs> We'll see anyway. Um, yeah, so that's the news. Looking forward to all of it. A little bit more than we uh, thought about. Yeah. So. Let's get right into the show then. Superman and yeah. Lois episode 13. Yes, and it was called... Failsafe. Failsafe, how was it? Oh, it's a false god. I'm like, it's not false god. <laughs> Uh, that's the statue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so do you want to start with the stuff we weren't as interested in first and get it out of the way? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I thought that the plot line with the boys, uh, you know, essentially both of them deciding to skip school to, you know, 
go hang out with a girl? You know, Jonathan. Yes. Jonathan's yeah. been hiding after that girl, and she finally gives him some attention, so he goes. Yeah. With her. And then Jordan, of course, is going with Sarah. Well, they are both friend and girlfriend, so. Right, so, yeah. <laughs> I got no problem with the, with the concept of skipping school to go hang around with a girl because, let's be honest, I would have done the same thing if I was in Yeah, Russia. exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, especially if it was either that or listening to an assembly about all the crap that just happened that I experienced. Yeah, yeah no. I'm going to go hang around with a girl and yeah. first or second base is a possibility. That's wrong way. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, no, um, so I totally get that. My thing is, it is the most like the plot line with the kids this week was the most CW of CW. It was very CW. Yeah. I could ever like it, that this show has ever gotten so far. Can I can I hit you with some? Maybe I'll change your perspective a tiny bit, right? So I basically so the Cushings, right? I have to bring this up. I think the building all like they're gonna leave Smallville. But I've got two theories on that, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, so I think they're kind of trying to do the whole Jordan is finally happy with Sarah, but then his world's going to come crashing down at the end of the season. I kind of think maybe that's what they're doing. And I kind of think, like, there's been so many season finale level episodes recently. I almost felt like this episode, they wanted to kind of bring us back down a little bit, which I thought was a smart move because I think they needed to this week. And I think... Even though that kind of stuff is annoying, I think that's why it was in there. And oh, yeah. plus, there was set up for the p- police officer because obviously Jordan and um, Sarah got arrested. That was kind of set up for more tension with Lana and the town, which there was really built up in this episode. Yeah. But then on the flip side, Jonathan with the other girl, who I think she kind of weirdly leaded him on twice and he's asked her out and she said no. Um, but it's funny because Sarah said watch out for her so there's obviously something not right about her I think there's something more going on there I don't know what it is and I don't know if it's connected to the main plot it might not be but I think there's something really weird with that girl that's not quite right yeah she looks do you know what I mean she seems off yeah and I don't know if it's that she's some sort she's connected to a villain somehow or something or maybe she just does a maybe it'll be some rubbish CW plot and she's got a broken home or something and it's all <laughs> that kind of stuff but there's yeah. something really weird going on there and obviously she was hanging out with Jonathan to find out information because everyone knows his granddad's um, Sam Lane yeah. um, to find out information and he kind of figured it out and walked home and stuff but I kind of feel like and that was set up for him then going to see John Henry Irons and they're kind of setting something up there aren't they I kind of feel like while there were kind of annoying plot points in a sense, they were kind of necessary to move certain storylines on. Sure. So like the Jordan Sarah one, like I said, moved on the Lana plot a little bit more and that one moved on Jonathan. Because Jonathan's basically having a crap time this season. I think he's going to turn around for him eventually. And I think this is the, this is kind of the, the kicker to get him on that road to... I, mean, I could see, I could see that. Around. So that's kind of why. I, that's why it didn't bother me. And plus, it was very short in the episode. I think. Yeah, I mean, they didn't bother me. It's more not necessarily that it bothered me. It just. I know what you mean though. You kind of like, why do I spend the time it with this? It was like, yeah. I'm like, they cut away from it. parts that I was excited about in the episode. Yeah. To focus on that, I'm like, okay, really, but. 
Can I say something I did like, though? I loved it when Jonathan walked past the Smallville Water Tower. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cool. See and, I, and I just want to mention this, and I don't know if you agree, right? I, this show is always shot great. It looks very cinematic. But I yeah. thought this week it was even more, felt even more like a film. And I think it felt like, like an indie movie, you know, like one of those, like... Yeah. You know what I mean, don't you? Which I think yeah, maybe yeah. those plot points were because of it, because there wasn't a lot of moving camera shots. Yeah. I almost feel like that was it made it seem a bit more like I say grounded and kind of still in a little bit so yeah, True, yeah. but yeah I thought it would be good to get that out of the way because I know that was kind of the worst part of the episode for you so. yeah, yeah. Um, so we can move on to whatever next then I uh, what I what, what I did like about that whole plot point was you get you do get to see Lois going to like angry oh my god psycho mom mode where she even scared like, Clark. <laughs> yeah, where, where she's had enough, and it's like, just, I don't want to hear from you people. Shut up. You, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I'll get, I'll get around to you when I'm done with, with this other thing I'm mad about. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, that just made me, me laugh. Um, yeah, so definitely. I yeah. always like seeing Lois in, like, mom mode on the warpath. That's always. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bits even frightens me when she gets into that mood. Like, yeah, oh. well, it was funny because when she was arguing with Clark, she says, in the end, she was like, look, I know you're right, but I need to keep this anger so I can take it out on John. <laughs> yeah, I had a laugh for that. Funny. Yeah, that was perfect. Because she wanted I need to, to stay keep my angry. anger up so I can scare the crap yeah, out of you, yeah. son. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, she wanted to scare the crap out of <laughs> That was good, man. But yeah, the, the chemistry of her and Tyler just is off the charts in the show, in it, so... Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I I totally get that. I totally get Clark's perspective on that, where you know he's seen a scenario um, where. Oh, is this about the kryptonite? Um, something. Yeah, because he's been, he's been, you know, he, he was temporarily taken over by. You know, Zod and his yeah yeah Zod uh, sorry Tau Tauro Tauro yeah, yeah Edge not yeah just call rated, him I call him Edge it's just not the rated R superstar but Morgan Edge he might be rated R you know that <laughs> uh, like yeah he is he's rated R for rich because he's rich <laughs> yeah. well you know what would be cool like a mid-air flight scene where he does the spear <laughs> that'd be brilliant I'd love it and then we have Michael Cole's voiceover speaker speaker you know, that'd be funny but um, but um, no like so that experience has made Clark reevaluate because Sam Lane is going to get rid of all the crypto yeah weapons. yeah and he's like no don't uh, you, you need to keep this but what was good was he went away and thought about it he didn't just straight away say change his mind because it this is something I think they've done since the time the first time he appeared in Supergirl, where he was adamant he wanted the kryptonite weapon, the kryptonite destroyed. And I thought then he was wrong. I thought somebody should always have some kryptonite in case. And that's what he did here. Yeah. You know, obviously, he doesn't. He realizes the danger and he's like, somebody's yeah. going to be able to stop me. Yeah, if- exactly. Which, do you think John Henry Irons, because obviously he goes to John Henry and he goes, I want you to have this, these weapons. And John Henry's kind of like, really? Like, you want me to have them? 
John Henry, in a way, in a lot of ways, is the Batman of this universe in a sense, like in that respect, because like he, they kind of started at odds and then they've kind of because even yeah. even if you take the John Byrne comic, which they don't fight in that, they're at odds to start with and then they kind of yeah, yeah come to realize they can't do things the same way. Sure. I almost think like it's the, a similar, and he obviously in the in the comic John Byrne when he trusts he trusts Batman with the Kryptonite ring, doesn't he? Yeah. So. This is kind of similar to that in a respect. And obviously, I am making the BBS comparisons because of the spear and all that, you know, from the Golden Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way, it kind of is the Batman. They started off as an antagonist, then they've sort of. I wouldn't quite say the friends, but they're on kind of. I assume, I well, feel they're like on that, the verge. They're on the verge yeah. to friendship. Yeah. And I think it's probably harder for John Henry because I think John Henry's got a bit of guilt because he what he tried to do. But I think Clark thinks. You know, just things like you've saved my life, you saved my family's life. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. So I, I think it's cool. Um, I've got a theory about where John John Henry's storyline is going to go. Did you see? Uh, he, he said see you for season two, by the way. So I know he's coming back for season two. Oh, did he? Yeah, he, he put something about um, someone. He, he put something about until they're back on set somewhere because he's so he's back on set for season two. Yeah. Yeah. So good news. Oh, I'm glad that he's sticking around. But I always like that. I like that Clark understands that the need for kryptonite weapons. Basically, I was, I was yeah. worried because when yeah. Clark, when he was saying we're going to destroy it, I was like, bad idea. He was going to put it in concrete, wanting to drop it in the ocean or something. I was like, bad idea. Yeah, and then Aquaman would have to come on and they would have to call <laughs> Justin Hardy. They would have to call Justin Hardy and say, "Hey, what are you doing here?" <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow? We need you to shoot a scene with. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, Justin Hartley does look like the traditional Aquaman, doesn't he? And if you think about, and if you think about it, technically, he wasn't the Arrow of the Arrowverse. So, if they wanted to go that route, I guess so. <laughs> they could. <laughs> so what? Um, I'm trying to think what I don't want us to miss out on the episode. I'm trying to think what happened. For I did like the, I did like the uh, the team up between John Henry and Superman oh, yeah, when they that. went after when they went after yeah that was when cool. they went after uh, um, Leslie Lar. That was cool. Yeah, I mean it was only a short action scene, but it was still cool. And um, I I assume she was just gonna missile into the 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 thing to get edge out. I, 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 she wasn't trying to blow it up, was she? I couldn't, I couldn't quite figure no, out. I don't think so. I think it was but, more. Let me get in. No, that was that was a cool little action scene, and she yeah. got knocked out. Um, so they've got her now. Have they? I've had. You don't see her again, do you? After that, they do, but you don't see her. No. That's interesting because obviously we know what happens to Edge. So, and we've been theorizing for weeks. Sorry, a week. What we think happened to Edge, and I think we were kind of. Both kind of on the wrong track, won't we? If you get my drift. Yeah. What he was actually doing. I really like the flashbacks because he he obviously his father wanted him to do the thing he did do last week originally, and he wouldn't do it because he didn't want to die, right. as he said. But it's interesting that what I thought was funny was he threw the crystal. And it sounded like it smashed to me, but maybe it didn't because he took the crystal out the 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 wall, didn't he? And just basically yes. tossed it to one side. My question, though, with that whole scenario is, like, I know he had his disagreement with Superman, but mm. 
before meeting Superman, what turned him to the point of making that decision? Of wanting to live? No, of... You mean not going through with the original plan? Yeah. Making his own plan? Well, I think it was because he'd lived and he'd kind of, I think he liked, I think he liked his life. You think about it, even though he kind of got, you know, when he first arrived on Earth, he got treated badly and he basically had the Flashpoint Superman story out, didn't he? Think about it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And when he actually went back to civilization and made something of himself, he probably had a really good life because he had, he was Morgan Edge, he had a lot of money. He was, you know, apart from Lex Luthor, probably the richest guy in Metropolis. So, yeah. You know, you think about it that way, he probably had a good life and they probably thought, well, I don't want to die. And then because he had this other plan, and he, to be fair, if it wasn't for Clark, he would, the other plan would have worked. Yeah. So, <laughs> you actually think about it. It was interesting, obviously, because I said I thought I thought it was going to be similar to the Codex where he had the consciousness in his head. And you thought maybe it was just sort but it seemed, he basically has become the Eradicator, which I absolutely loved. I was like... I was getting at those comic panels, you know, when he's fighting Superman outside the sun and all that sort of stuff. And uh, in Rebirth, when he's... Um, I think he comes out the sun in Rebirth, actually. I think um, so, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, they've done the, they've done the homework, these guys, man. <laughs> and it's funny, because the scene when he, when he escapes, and I'm like, where's he going? And then Superman's looking and for him. And the kryptonite couldn't hold him, could it? So yeah. it makes you wonder. And he goes off into the sun, right? Yeah. And he's... Absorbing sun, yeah. So it makes you think, is he gonna? Is he still gonna look like Edge, or is he gonna look like the Eradicator in the comics a bit more? Maybe not. Obviously not with the Superman. But if you think about the first version of the Eradicator, where it was literally just this like, it was almost like yeah. a black like, and he had all the Kryptonian garb. And I wonder if they'll kind of do something similar to that, maybe. Or could be. The thing with the Eradicator is, is a bit like Brainiac and like Cyborg Superman, where when he gets destroyed, he always trend, he always finds a way to come back. And he's been a good guy and a bad guy. He's kind of a bit of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them. I like him as a bad guy better, actually, myself. Oh, me too. Yeah, I think yeah. he works best but in that. I've wanted to see the Eradicator, you know, for years. I mean, we've wanted to see many Superman villains for years, haven't we? But I always, like, I always thought the last season of Smallville, the villain should have been the Eradicator because I think it would have been good for him to finally yeah. embrace his destiny, destroying that, you know, that, that, that character. But... Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think it's gonna go somewhere really interesting. Um, obviously, we've got to wait three weeks to find. <laughs> That's like, because really now the only Kryptonians now are, are Lesler and Clark because he's something else now, isn't he? It seems that way, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but what can he do? Can he still bring the Kryptonians back? That's what. Or is he just going to eradicate Earth? Like, as a part of because there must have been some plan to get the conscience to see back. It's kind of like he all, he he's absorbed all the souls. Yeah, that's what I kind of took it as. Yeah, and he's become the eradicator now. Yeah. So. So he's become the technology that he, it's a little bit like the, the Wonder Woman eighty four in it, where he that guy became the stone. Yeah, pretty much. In a sense, because it's like he has become the thing. Yeah, you know, that was just an object. Right? Yeah. So, but I'm intrigued to know where this is going to go, man. I'm like, I, I just that that ending was um, when I when I heard the voices say "become the eradicator," right? It's cool on it. I had to rewind them. Like, did he say what I just think? Yeah. No, it's really uh, it's going to be interesting because. 
my hope is we get Brainiac season two, and I think the Eradicate could be a way to kind of send some signals out as well. When you think yeah. about it, yeah, you know, he gets a pr- finds out there's Kryptonian presence on Earth, and he's like, should be in my bald city of Kandor type thing. Well, I think, I, like I said, I think I don't know. My 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 the interesting question I have is. Do do they leave it so that he he's dealt with at the end of the season, or do they mm. leave the you know will he come back? Or yeah, they... I, I guess what I said before about the eradicator is he can come back in many forms, so they could destroy him, but then it leaves the door open for a return, which I think I'd prefer that. But I'd like the season to wrap up. I don't want it to kind of be lingering into the next season. No. Yeah. Um, and then I want them to tease because that's what the CW have done. Like, you think about every season. I'm trying to think like the Flash and Arrow and stuff. They'd always defeat the villain. Yeah. Not every season. There's exceptions. And then there would be something. Even in Smallville, something would set up. Yeah, it'd be like what's a coming tease, next yeah. year. Yeah. So it's almost like I mean Smallville to be fair, actually ended on a lot of cliffhangers. Like you had the tornado. You had him falling off the building when he got stabbed by Zod. You know that kind of thing. And so they're out there. They did, they did and to be it, fair, just a, as a point of contrast, mm. the Flash season finale last last mm. episode. Oh, the Star Wars fight. Well, it was the John <laughs> Peters produced. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you see somebody put the music on it? Have you seen it? Uh, put Jewel of the Fates and it's Yes, there. yes, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's like, it's like um, usually the Flash. Um, you know, they, they they throw up the title card and then there's a scene that teases. Yeah, season, yeah. Season. They didn't do like, that. No, the they didn't. Because I'm thinking in previous ones, like you had him going into the vortex. You had it when he went into the speed force. That was yeah. a season cliffhanger, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, the, the, that was an interesting one, wasn't it? Because I, I did see the clips on YouTube because um, I'm not really watching The Flash at the minute. And I think what I'm going to do is because the, there's the crossover thing happening next year, isn't there? Yeah. I'm going to watch that. And then if I like that enough, I might try and stick with The Flash and see if I can get back into it. But Yeah, um, I got back in for the last two episodes. And look, despite the Star Wars, the, the, the Duel of the Faith, the fight, the episode was pretty good, save for the last five minutes, which was a, a yeah. nauseating... I feel yeah. like Godspeed's a bit cheesy as well. <laughs> His voice and stuff. It's a little he bit was cheesy. over the top. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. obviously, Reverse Flash came back, right? I'm yeah. like, if next season is the last season, I don't I don't think it will be. I think they'll probably do two more. If it is though, I think we need a proper reverse flash. We need a combination of that storyline for me and You do, you do, yeah. I'd make it a bit darker and I can kill a few characters off. And I think I think Grant said that, that on I remember on Rosenbaum's podcast. <laughs> that they want to, or the goal is to match, to match Smallville's, you know. Yeah, because is the next one eight, is it? Yeah. Yeah, so then they'd need to do nine and ten, wouldn't they, so? Yeah. I could see it, I could definitely see it. I just thought they'd get it back on track, because it's gone way off track for me, <laughs> recently. I just think, like like I said, for the most part, the last two episodes were pretty good. Mm. With ex- even with the Star Wars, I'm like, all right. It's don't get me wrong. It looks cool that they're using. They're yeah, essentially yeah, using, it was very cool. Yeah, they're but... using Speed Force lightsabers for, yeah, for the lack yeah. of the word. Do you not think it needs to get 
It needs to simplify the flash. It needs to pare down the team. Yeah. Number one. Kind of go and a bit I'm more sorry. Simple. This is going to sound like I'm a hater, but I'm not. They got to get Iris out of the field. She has no business being a Why superhero. Why did she not go back to being a reporter? I like yes. that story arc. That was a good storyline for her. And it's like, now she just, does she do any reporting now? Not this season. This season she's been... But contrast that to this. Lois Lane in this is going to the whatever, the small gazette or whatever during the episode and they're trying to write this story. And she kind of decides she's too close to it, doesn't she? Like, it would have been like, imagine if they made La- uh, Lois, Laura. Hmm. Like if Lois had said, "I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll have Laura inhabit my 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 being," right? Well, it'd be like, why? Why? Like Lois yeah, doesn't have to yeah. do that to be a central part of the story. No, exactly. She she and d- there was a great line one day when they have where She said, "You do your Superman stuff. I'll do my Lois Lane." Stuff. Yeah. So I that's just, what she's good at, and that's what he's good at. Yeah. To me, the the, the drawback of the Flash is there's there's. Too many characters. That's yeah, part oh, of the team. And Iris basically is the, has become the Star Labs sort of master planner. Like she go what here, you go there, you go there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, hold on a second. We have a scientist, a bunch of scientists in a room. One of them is a forensic scientist, so if anybody got to know what he's going to do at a crime scene, you'd think it'd be the guy with the speed force powers, no? Yeah. no do you know, did, do you know what did give me cool. hope, though? I got a little bit of hope from the end because he's a lot more powerful than Reverse Flash now, isn't he? Like, he is, the, but Barry Allen think, should be... I, I, you know, he's going to be the guy... Like, he should know. Yeah. I got to no, do but it. What I mean is, did you see the, one of the... One of the, the showrunner said something about how... Sorry, no, this isn't the Flash podcast, by the way. Um, how Barry is going to become the leader we are known to be in the next season, I think. Please, maybe. Please. Do you remember, did you watch the Spider-Man animated series in the 90s? Yeah, absolutely, it was great. Do you remember the last, like, 10 episodes or whatever, when he did, he went off with that Madam Web and went into, and he kept teaming up with, like, different people and stuff, and it was like yeah. he, it was to teach him how to be a leader. I almost wonder if these Flash crossovers are going to be something like that, because I've had a thought, and bear with me, right, Let's say Ralph isn't coming back in The Flash, which we think he might be. Even if he is, right? What if this The Flash storyline is him picking heroes to team up with and he, like one of the guys he picks is like the Brandon Ralph Superman? Yeah. You know, for an episode. Because it sounds like every episode is probably going to have one or two different Yeah, heroes. Gig, I'll take that in a heartbeat. No, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he could almost learn that, sto- you know, that Spider-Man storyline I'm thinking of. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it was all about getting Mary Jane back. It was a bit convoluted, but you know what I mean? They could do something like that where the Flash kind of has to go on this multiversal journey to get to learn to be the guy he needs to be to defeat whoever yeah, the villain absolutely, is. Absolutely, yeah. So, and it just to me, like it's at this point, it going on. I've got one better. What if it's an episode where the Flash teams up with Tyler Superman and Ralph Superman? It's a, oh, I think Grant Gustin, <laughs> that would be Grant Gustin's <laughs> my dream. <laughs> I said do that. That would be so. Tiring. I think nobody would be happier than Grand Gustin if they did yeah. that. <laughs> Grand Gustin would be like, "Let me team up with two Supermans for one whole episode, and I'll sign on for another three seasons." <laughs> yeah, probably would as well. But can you imagine that? That'd be cool, wouldn't it? That'd be awesome. Yeah, no, but it just the reason why it frustrates me is because the Flash is a character that 
you know, eight seasons in should not be constantly yeah. second guessing and taking orders from this that. For the first season, I get it. Wells, you know, helping. Yeah, yeah. The second season, Arrow coming in and sort of guiding. Yeah. After you maybe stretch that out for three seasons, but after season three, it's like, come on. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. And that's the same thing to steer back to Superman. It's why Tyler's Supergirl appearances bothered me so much because they used him as you know after the first two episodes. Which were fantastic, yeah. Yeah, which were great. He then became the Brooklyn Brawler of the Arrowverse. Yeah, he did. Hey, I'm going to show up. I'm already in the ring, right? Because that's the Brooklyn Brawler. Never had an entity. He was just there. And and the big hero, the guy or the person they're trying to prop up is going to beat me up. In that case, it would be Supergirl. And it's like, what? But this is not the way Superman and the Flash should be used. No, no, it's frustrating. What I think annoys me about these shows is, and I think same with Supergirl, where she's kind of become like a a cameo appearance in her own show. It's simple writing, and the problem with these shows is they seem to, and this is one of the reasons I think Superman Lois might be better off finishing after like season five or something. I think it's better when you have less characters and you just have, you know, just like they're just simple writing, don't. Don't try and do too much. And I think with like the Flash now, you've got that. You've got her with the multi, you know, Jubilee, whatever she's called. That's why I call her. <laughs> you've got her. You've got you had Cisco who's now gone, but then you've got the new Cisco. Chester. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Chester. Cisco. Um, yeah, and if Ralph had <laughs> left because he got fired oh. or whatever, which I thought was, I don't think he should have been fired. I'll be honest. No, um, yeah. But he got, you know, you'd have had that story out going on as well. It's too much. Think about. It is. It's just way too much. And it's like, we want to watch The Flash. It's called the Superman Lois. Even though you have, like, the Cushing storyline, it never dominates the main story. Yeah. The writing is so... It's just simple writing. It's not It's not rocket science. You can have an episode or two where you do kind of take tangents, but give us, you know, give us the main the main character that we're watching it for. There should be no, no more than five people on the respective team. Yeah, totally agree. Max, right? And again, I I just think that I... One of the things... Here's why, and again, it it kind of relates to to Superman Ross, where the reason why I think the last two episodes of The Flash largely worked, with the exception of a certain couple things, Mm. was that Flash, having his kids there, had to take the leadership role. Yeah, yeah. Right and, and same like Superman in Superman Ross, Superman Ross are taking the authority, not authoritative in the sense of yeah, yeah, I know, but the leadership that. role yeah. for the family. I think that adds another element. Mm. And the whole thing about the Flash is the Flash family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think having his kids there, I'd almost get rid of all the excess fat. I would. I'd get rid and, of all. And just keep. Barry, Iris, and the kids as Team Flash. That's why my, my story arc idea for next season is you, the reverse Flash really get, tries to get to Barry by taking out his team. Yeah. And I'd, and as much as I love Joe West, I'd kill him. I'd have yeah. something emotional, like a really emotional, like, you know. But what I'm saying, the remaining few seasons, whatever, however many it is, make the, like, have the kids be series regulars. 
get rid of Ch- Ch- Chisco, basically Chesco. Yeah. Chisco. <laughs> No, yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Get rid of yeah. get rid of the girl Jubilee, whatever you call her. Yeah. You know, I'd I'd have again Barry, Iris, um, Impulse, the girl, um, Nora, Excess, uh, Nora, yeah. yeah, and and uh, Jay, and there, there's your team Flash. That's it. I'm not gonna do that. Though. I guarantee you, it would improve. It would. It really like, would. It's yeah. why the, the family dynamic, right, is why Superman and Lois works so well. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. And, you know, we've got, and to bring it back to Superman and Lois, with the, like I mentioned about the Cushings, they're going through a, a story arc at the minute where the town kind of hates them because Kyle was so pro-edge. By the way, did you know the mayor was going to be a bad because I did? I thought, no, he's going to be a jackass. You just knew it, didn't you? But, I think it may be setting up for them to leave, but I almost think, well, I can see it going two ways. I can see it so they do leave in the end of the season. Or, my other theory is things get so bad, Superman actually gives a speech to the town Smallville basically saying... Yeah, this, I, can't this, see this. I can't see Lana and them leaving. I just no, I, I... And theory three is the stay, but Kyle dies. Like trying to save him or something. That's my... Third theory. Now, I think they'll probably stay, or they'll tease them leaving, but then they won't leave. Um, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with my Superman one. I think Superman's gonna step in and say something and to the town and kind of, you know, like an inspirational. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I, I just hope or something. Like, I, you know, I don't see them leaving. Is what I'm. Yeah. No. Johnny, I, I kind of what's annoying me in it, and it's annoying me as like I feel like I'm them. Just the way the town's treating him, I'm just like, you're absolute a-holes, you lot. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he didn't know Edge was a Kryptonian, did he? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he was trying exactly. to give you all some work. I, again, it's one of those writing things where, you know, it has to happen, but it just bugs you, you know, when you're watching it. Like, you don't want to see characters. Because I think Kyle started off, he kind of thought we were going to be a typical jackass, and he's not yeah, he got did. a lot of layers. And I think I think he's a really good character. I think, he's a, and I love the guy, the actor. You know, is it Eric Davis? He's called. I think he's such yes, a good. He's, he's so good he's, with the fans. He's really good. Yeah. They'd be a shame to lose him, but yeah, I think um, I think they'll probably end up staying, and I think yeah, something will happen. Because I haven't really seen anything about either of them saying they're leaving. So no, although I did think after like Tommy left. Arrow in season one, you know, we didn't know we were leaving. Um, Pete in Smallville season three left, although we did know he was leaving. You know, what I mean, like usually early on, someone does leave, like Whitney in season one of Smallville. Yeah. It was a one season cut. You almost think, are they gonna? But I think the fake is out. I think they're making it seem like if anything, it would enough. be Kyle, but I don't think Lana he's not gonna leave. Like... Right? That's why I think he'd have to die, wouldn't he? Because you can't get rid of Kyle and keep his family around. So, yeah, no, that was just. Um, Something I wanted to mention because I actually did think that was a quite an interesting story. I like to see Lana getting angry with the mayor as well. It's cool. I'd like to see, not to say, um, you know, we, we always come to too many people with powers, but I'd like to see that Superwoman, a, a variation of that Superwoman. I don't know. Well, at least temporarily. I know what you're tem- saying. Yeah, I think it was a temporary thing. Yeah. Maybe later in like one of the later seasons, but um, but yeah, it would be interesting. Because think about it, if Kyle, like if Kyle were to 
not make it out of the season. Mm -hmm. Alana sticks around. There are comics where her and Steel mm -hmm. get together, right? Well, John Henry, I've got a theory on him, right? So he's going to reconnect with his sister. Sure. Who's not really his sister, but kind of is. Uh, it's like the He-Man She-Ra thing, isn't it? <laughs> she is his daughter. Um, I think that she's probably going to have a niece named Nat. And I think Natasha Irons is in the comics, right? Yeah. It's not Natasha. So I think you're going to get Steel and his niece. I think that'd be a great spin-off, by the way. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> I'm um, I, 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 so I think that's going to become a factor in season two, which maybe did think maybe the cushions will leave to open up some more space for the the Irons family. Mm. So could be. So it's just a thought, anyway. But um, what was the other thing I was going to mention for the episode? There was something else that happened, wasn't there? Uh, what about when Superman was flying in space doing the Superman Returns listening thing? That was cool, wasn't it? Oh yeah, that was great. <laughs> But again, I mean, this show's been doing it since episode one. Yeah. You know, pulling from different eras of Superman. Yeah. The the scene where Superman, you know, when he was going after Lizard and he was flying, that was such good flying effects as well. I was like, that Kate Palm would have made Zack Snyder proud. <laughs> and it was the daytime too. Right? Yeah, it looked it just looked very, very cool. Um, that was good to see. I try, have we covered everything now? Is the Are we going to get off and be like, damn, we missed something? I think we've covered most of it. So there was the Cushions, which we covered. There was the kids, Superman. Did you see the promo for next week? I did. Lois in tears. I remember think I've got a theory that Sam Lane possibly going to die or get injured or something. I'm cutting everyone off me, huh? <laughs> You're like Game of Thrones. It's like, all right, kill this guy. <laughs> Kill that guy again. Hey, I wish the, the, the renewal of vows in the flash was a red wedding. <laughs> oh, I did. Like, All right, where's that? <laughs> I, I always liked the wedding in uh, in Crisis on Earth X, and Mick was like, best wedding ever. <laughs> but uh, the, the Nazis invaded. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I, I will say this when Iris was coming down the stairs, the, you know, the I, was like, oh, I mean, one of the stairs gives out, and she <laughs> That'd be such a bad thing. Yeah, I think I think we covered everything, aren't we? In the but what I mean is, Lois looked distraught, didn't she? In that clip, so somewhat bad's happened. Yeah, it's just so, what is that? Yeah, I'm intrigued to know what's going to happen next. What I do think is interesting about Seven Lois for for wrap up is we've not really had. Like villain weeks, have we? You know where the Brian. There was the odd one. Like there was the I can't remember his name. The the, the I wanted to say Doctor Psycho, but it's not Doctor Psycho. You know what I mean, don't you? Guy with the sonic gun earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah. We sort of had him, but really, you've not really had that many kind of like one-off villains, have you? It's been very much related to the main storyline, which has been quite nice to see. Because although I do like villain episodes, like I remember in I think it was season two of the Flash that did the Reverse Flash Returns, and it was just a one-off episode, which yeah. was great. It would be nice in season two to see a few more Superman villains, you know, just generic ones on an episode where you just have to just deal with a simple threat and stuff like that. Because I think they've kind of held back on it this season, which I think was probably the right choice because it was a it's been a tight tight season on it, you know. I think fifty. I don't think is season two going to be fifteen episodes, or is that going to be more? I don't think I don't, they've announced that yet. No, I almost think they should maybe keep it around fifteen, sixteen, and I would not go, not go for the twenty-two because. 
the filler can get too much sometimes, although sometimes you do... The thing about it, especially because they're starting later, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't even come out, does it, until 2022, so... But it would be cool to see, like, although we don't like filler too much, it would be nice to see just a few villains come in for the odd episode and stuff. It'd be quite interesting, I think. Well, I would agree with that. Yeah. Like, have your over overarching main... Uh, main... Story main villain, yeah, but to pepper it in with little, you know, mm. smaller, lesser known characters, yeah. So I, I do that. I'm, I'm intrigued as well because, um, just going back to Flash, that crossover thing, one of them's got to be a team up with Superman, it's just got to be. Oh, yeah, maybe, I, I, maybe they could throw a Superman villain in there as well, you know, which would be quite interesting. Yeah, I think I, uh, there's no with the type of fan that Grant is. You can't do a, a, a multiple part crossover and not have him. Yeah, you've you just got to, haven't you? Right, should we do final thoughts and ratings? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, overall, overall, I enjoyed the episode. Um, you know, I won't say it was my favorite um, of the season, like I have in the past, but. You know, I, I loved the uh, team up uh, mm. between John and Superman to take down uh, Leslie Lar mm. uh, and the whole bro fist bump thing. Yeah, that was not a lot. That was that was very Ezra Miller and uh, <laughs> yeah, Simon. yeah, it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I liked the revelation that Edge slash Tauro has become. Become, or is becoming the eradicator. Yeah, yeah. I think the kids' plot line slowed down the episode a bit, but mm. overall, solid. I'm going to say uh, out of five, right? right? Mm. So I'm going to say three and a half. Oh, I've gone lower than I thought, right. Well, I'm going to go a bit high. I actually really enjoyed it. I think slowing down a bit was actually good because I think, don't get me wrong, we all love Massive episodes, but I think yeah. sometimes you do have to kind of take a step back. But what I thought it did well here is where something else would have taken a step back and given us a filler episode. This took a step back and kind of just slowed down enough to give it, but it still give us a big peek at the end. Oh, yeah. Like, so um, I didn't mind the kids' stuff that much. It, it, I, I thought I could see how it was necessary to other plots moving forward. I thought the cushion stuff was interesting. Um, and the, the eradicator thing was blew my mind at the end. So I'm going to go four out of five. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but either way, another solid episode. And, yeah, uh, they've not had a bad one ever. They're not had a stinker yet. There is. Um, I still think the worst one was the Judas one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But it wasn't uh, a bad episode. I, I, it's hard to drill it in. It, it it still was a decent episode. It just wasn't as good as. Yeah, and and look, you know, not you know. Not every episode is going to be perfect. And no, no. As long as the quality is this good. Uh, if this is one of their lesser lights, then then fine. <laughs> yeah. As low as it gets for Infrared, right? <laughs> exactly. So you can't so, go wrong. Two episodes left of them? Two episodes left and a three-week break. <laughs> 
Olympics for you. Apparently it's to do with Olympics, isn't it? Not to do with the COVID this okay, time. Okay, well, yeah. I but, get it uh, because they'll they'll get they'll get transcript ratings, won't they, on the nights they go against the Olympics? Yeah, but, so. yeah, but I do understand that. I could care less about the Olympics, honestly. No, I'm not. I'm not. I I do watch. I like the sprinting and stuff, but that's about it. But it's like this year of all years when nobody wants, like nobody in Tokyo wants the Olympics, except for the government bodies that want the money. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, no. Uh, we, but anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> We're going to have lots to cover on this channel. We're going to have... Uh, um, Stargirl. Titans. Yeah. No, that Stargirl. Stargirl is the same night uh, that Supergirl, uh, Superman and Lois comes back, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That all comes back that week. Like, so w- when the week that Superman and Lois comes back, also starts up Titans and Stargirl. Oh. Maybe we should split them in and do uh, do Ta- Stargirl and Titans and do Superman Lois. As it's, yeah, for the remaining episode, yeah, and then yeah. yeah, and then do Supergirl, yeah. uh, Stargirl and Titans. Sorry, yeah, yeah, not Supergirl. Yeah. Um, but we've also got we're going to be doing a commentary for Suicide Squad. Yes, yeah. Uh, and then we'll be the reviewing the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've also planning on doing the Superman vs Superman two episode. Yeah, um, so. Which, in the next couple of weeks, we'll have some good content, and then, uh, yeah, it's uh, you'll still be hearing from us, and then who knows? Between now and then, Batgirl will probably be cast, so we'll, we'll have an episode. Yeah, you're probably right. Who knows what one? Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to get to Fandor, man. I'm just itching to get yeah, to Fandor. Let's just fast forward to our <laughs> No, we'll, we'll just fast forward the week until the episodes that we want to watch. I don't know about you, right? I, I, TV-wise, well, I think we're sorted, but like movie-wise, I feel like we're getting these little drips, and it's like I just want some. I want a trailer and stuff, and I want. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm actually looking forward to the Suicide Squad. I wasn't kind of that hyped for it, but as time is getting closer, I'm getting a little bit more like I'm getting that. Oh, oh yeah, I'm definitely this. excited to see it. But it's like yeah. I want the trailers for Black Adam. I want the trailer for the Flash. Because yeah. even though I want to save it for the movie, you know they're gonna spoil. Oh yeah. The you king, it, who yeah, are you yeah. seeing in the trailer? And I'm, re- I'm ready for it. I okay. reckon... I think Flash has been filming... Has Flash been filming longer than Black Adam? Well, Black About Adam's the done. The Flash isn't... No, apparently Black Adam isn't done. The Rock's done. But the oh. other cast members are still there, so... Okay. No, apparently not. But... So the Rock's like... Peace out, I'm done. Well, <laughs> he's that busy, isn't he? But this, this is what I mean, you know, when we talk about actors getting busy. The, 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 if they're doing something like He's obviously shot out so fast, which is incredible. But if you're doing like a rom-com, you can shoot like in two weeks, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, and The Rock, he's got he's got Jungle Cruise out at the minute coming out on it, which he... Um, he that's why I think he's finished, because I think he's got to do the press tour. Yeah. And uh, that guy, just, he gets stuff done, man. But how the, where the hell does he sleep? Like, when does he sleep? <laughs> not where. I, 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 I honestly reckon his shoots are not... I don't think his shoots are that long, but you think about it. If you're a, a person like him, you don't need to stick around because he's not directing it. It's the director's job now to take the film and go edit it, isn't it? And stuff. Yeah, that, so that's true. The actors literally just have to show up and do it. You know, if you've got some wire work and green screen to do after, you might have a little bit more to do. But if you actually think about it, really, apart from that and the press tours, the actors don't... Yeah, and think, think about this too. He can he basically because they were doing prep on Black Adam for so long. Yeah. You know, he comes in, shoots his stuff. Yeah. And they shot it all in that the uh the, what's it called? That room thing. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the, the volume. 
it's so easy to get stuff done in there and quick because it's just literally you don't have to travel either. You're literally going from one, you know, to stay in a hotel like <laughs> over road. Yeah, I think about it. Like if the sets are using that, there's. I'm sure there are practical sets built. Obviously, there are because well, we saw some. Seen, I don't know if you've seen the the. I, I didn't. I, I couldn't get into the Mandalorian, but I'm just not into Star Wars anymore. But I watched the making ofs the volume and it is a it's massive as well it's bigger than you think and it looks real and they did build some sets around so you build so yeah. think about it you go in we're doing three days on this set with and then they have the, the video background stuff right next two days later right we'll build this new set yeah it's just it's so it's it's going to change hollywood i'm telling you it's going to absolutely change hollywood Oh, I can, I can. Because I, I could have sworn the Mandalorian was shot actually in a desert. I didn't realize. <laughs> you know, when you actually watch it, you're like, how the hell does it look like? Yeah, that? literally none of it's there. And I think they used some of that on Loki as well, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I, mean, I, I need to catch up on that. Actually. That's my next one. Yeah, it's a really good thing. Yeah. It was really I think big. I'm going to binge Titans before I watch that, though. So, yeah, I mean, I've seen seasons one until I want to catch up. Basically, I'll say this because this isn't a Marvel podcast, but. but. <laughs> Me and Don are going to do that. I think next. I think. I think next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this about Loki: the ending sets up the next several. Yeah, yeah I, I know. Marvel I think I know what it. Yeah, yeah. I think specifically I as it relates to the multiverse. So I'll yeah, it. yeah. And no grace. Marvel didn't do it first. Crisis on Infinite Earths did it. Well, do you know what? How far back do you want to go? Because you can build to cartoons and comics and everything. So <laughs> no, but it's just like because oh, because Loki did it rather than DC's in, in disarray. No, actually, yeah, the whole, the whole point of Crisis was for... you can't tell me that Ezra showing up on because people go it didn't count because it's a CW apparently. That video clip of Ezra didn't just get seen by the CW fans; it got seen around because it yeah, was shared on everything. Yeah. It was headline news, so. She's so, got yeah, a short so, memory. Well, <laughs> well, I'll get your memories. Just really. I don't know right, anyway. anyway. <laughs> Let's wrap anyway. up. <laughs> Enough of that. Uh, so, yeah, Superman and all. It's another great episode. Uh, two more left. Um, and oh, it's three weeks of watch. <laughs> uh, well, well, we got a couple of recordings in between then, so we're good. We'll be good. Yeah. It'll, it'll fly by. And oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> but, I like that. Until next time, if you want to talk with us about theories about what's going to happen in the final two episodes of Superman and Lost, you can do that on social media. So, Stephen, where do they find you? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Steve of 84 and I'm no longer a West Island Stan account because that little thing of the bet is done, so that's good. Um, and Adam, as he hinted at here about the various podcasts and vidcasts, you can find out more about those at MMNPDC. Yeah, and if you want to find me on social media, it's at Adam underscore Leesfan on Twitter. And then there's a Facebook group for the network, which is linked in the description below. Click that. I'll add you. And we can continue the conversation there. But until next episode, uh, first of all, remember to subscribe because that would greatly help us all. Unlike, uh, unlike, unlike. Yeah, I like. And I'll leave a comment. I'd love to see some comments. We get a few, but we don't get. Yeah, except enough. if you're going to be ridiculous and. Well, well. <laughs> we may block you if you're if you're going to just be a hater for haters' sake. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we do like the interactions when they're when they're fun natured and positive. 
And constructive criticism is fine yeah, as well. Construction is fine. Constructive yeah, yeah. construction and construction. <laughs> yeah, Bob the Builder. Let's enjoy these things. We're fans, yeah. right? Um, but until in, in addition to all that, remember that Superman Lois is forever from the first Lois Lane angry mom rant to the last. So long, everybody. So long. Everybody.